for it to be This is small town music This is big town music He's ahead of his time, you know But he can't use it If only he could prove it Well, tomorrow's just a song away A song away A song away Hey everybody, welcome to Rock Solid, the comedy podcast for all things music, both new and classic. I'm Pat Francis. I'm Murray Valeriano. And I'm Kyle Dotson. <laughs> it's been a while, I couldn't remember the order. And this is, uh, <laughs> it's 2017, guys. Happy New Year. This is, um... When is this going to drop? This is going to drop, uh, two weeks from today. Oh, okay. So, what is that? That's the, it's not the, it's not the, tw- the 19th. Yeah. So you can still say Happy New Year, right? Yeah. Happy New Year. It's gonna drop. Uh, it's gonna drop the day before Kyle and I go to San Francisco Sketch Fest. Oh, right! Exciting for you guys. January twentieth, we'll be doing Kiss and Tell that night with Dave Holmes, Wayne Fetterman, and Cole Stratton. And then January twenty first. I like a couple of those guys. January twenty first at four o'clock, <laughs> we'll be in conversation with Weird Al Yankovic at the Swedish American Music Hall. I like that guy. Yeah, I'm very excited for you. That's such a great get. I'm really uh, happy. Yeah, for you. I'm working up some uh, some f- uh, phony um, uh, parody song titles to see if he's a, if he if he'll bite. To see if he'll, uh, maybe him and I get together and write some of these. That's gonna go over great. I think. I think <laughs> it didn't really work at the the Parkathon. He was at. Yeah, at the Parkathon, I had one good one, which was "Dancing with My Elf," which would be a Christmas song. But um, oh, I know a guy who did that years ago. What? Yeah, it's pretty simple. Yeah. <laughs> then again, I was singing like a surgeon, like as soon as that song came out. Oh, really? My friends and I were like, you know, like you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So, no, I understand. <laughs> it's not. I mean, it's what uh, coming up with a title and singing a chorus mm-hmm. is easy. It's what goes into the song that's difficult. Mm-hmm. Just to throw out "Dancing with My Elf," that's stupid. You know, what's a good song parody title. What people who died 2016? That's I didn't realize. You, I just thought here's what I thought that was when you sent it to me. I thought you took the song uh-huh. and you made uh, and you made a video with pictures of all the people that died. Oh, that's what I thought you did. Right. And then Kyle last night said, "Did you?" Look at Murray's thing yet? I go, no, not yet, but I know that song. He's like, well, it's, no, they wrote a song. I'm like, what are you talking about? I didn't know that. So yeah. we, we watched it last night right here. Okay, cool. So it was good. Oh, thanks. And I worked with Stephen Brophy before, and I know. Oh, you know Brof? Yeah. Oh, Eric, him and I go way back. And uh, Eric Rednick is one of Pilar's longtime students. Oh, of course. Yeah, yeah. And uh, who's the other person? A guy named Bob Carreri. He's a, a color correction guy. He was on guitar, and they're all good musicians. We used to jam together. And the color? Perfect. Perfect color. <laughs> And I, I was on bass and lead vocals. I had and I wrote no the idea words. that you could even sing. Yeah, I don't know if that's singing. That was pretty good. Yeah, you think so? Yes. All right. And what did those other guys do then? Uh, Brophy's a writer. Okay, so he helped write. He helped write. Yeah, he helped me tweak formulate, the lyrics. Tor- tweak the lyrics a little okay. bit. Um, but he like he wanted to go really deep, like Bowie. I did a whole verse for Bowie, uh-huh. and he wanted to go like real deep cut in the lyric. Well, he can do that Graf- at his house. Yeah. Like, play that for like, his family. You know, I got Graf Bar's hammer for Alan Rickman in there. I don't think, I don't want to go that much deeper, you yeah. know. And what did, uh, what did Rodnick Rodnick's do? a great drummer and Crary's a great guitar player. And, and where did you, where, uh, I'm on bass. Where did you record this? There's a recording studio up, uh, up the hill from my house. So wait, you rented a recording space uh-huh. and, and did this? Mm-hmm. And an engineer. And then I produced it. Why didn't you sell this on iTunes instead of putting it up for free? Um, I don't own the rights. Oh, that's right. And it's a parody. I mean, uh, I could still. Right. Yeah, you can't. Okay. okay. So I'd, I'd have to pay that the Jim sense. Carroll band's, uh, Jim Carroll's estate. Okay. Because he's, he died? He died. Yeah. He didn't. Yeah. Late. He didn't even get to put in the song. Why didn't you throw that in the song just as a little. You know what? You know, uh, you know, <laughs> listen, if you. If even you, the guy who wrote the song died. If you listen to, well, it's all, it's everybody who died in 2016. I know that. 
and if you listen to it, I'm a, I'm off on a few things because I literally got the idea on Friday night, mm-hmm. yeah, and recorded it on Monday and released it on Tuesday. So in that time, I was having to celebrate New Year's, <laughs> watch my parents write lyrics, yep. find a studio, find musicians. So I probably did, turned this whole thing around in four hours, five hours. You were more than happy to get out of the house to record this. I'm going to record something else. I hope so. a lot of people die in January. <laughs> Every month you have a new verse. I know, right? You uh, want to hear a little bit of it? Uh-oh. 2016 was one for the books with the heated election and the lives it took. I'd wake up in the morning to another death while another celebrity is taking their final breath. Here's a list of some of those people who died. Listen close, you'll be surprised. Those are people who died, died. That's Eric, Bob, and me on background. Those are people who died, died. Those are people who died, died. It was 2016 and they died. Hey, jump up ahead. A little bit. Nancy Reagan should have just said no. We lost the. Those are people who die, die. 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 It was 2016, and they died. Cantor flew the airplane too close to the sun. Keith Emerson left DLP with just one. I wish George Michael, man, I wish you're still alive. And all you need is love, Beatle number five. George Martin, you're the biggest loss to me. I know you're looking down, saying let it be. Yeah, it's a bunch of verses like that. You should have said Greg Lake, though, because he died after Keith Emerson. I told you I missed a couple things in there. Okay. But I, I, you know what? I did have... It, the line was, Keith Emerson left DLP I'll, with just... I'll allow it. <laughs> well, I left DLP with just... That was my Paul F. Tompkins. <laughs> I'll allow it. I had it in there, but it was it didn't fit... The, I just I won, and then Lake died and left none, but I, Look, it didn't make let it. Let me tell you something. When... Um, I recorded it in three hours. When I used to listen to Stern in the uh, early 90s... Mm-hmm. Their song parodies were the worst fucking things I've ever heard. The ones that Fred Norris would come up with. Right, right. Because I like a song parody where the syllable count is the same yeah. as the original song. And they would try to wedge like nine syllables into a line that had five syllables. And it was, it was fucking, I hated it because you would listen to it and you'd go, why didn't they just say this? Right. It's the same thing, same joke, and, it, and it's the syllable count. So I will say that's the that first, really bothers me. That's the first song parody I've ever done. And it's really hard to get those syllables in. Yeah, and yeah, I, knew, yeah. I knew the recording was going to be me just having to rewrite those verses in yep. the studios yeah. and time and money is ticking away as I'm rewriting yep. them. So that's what I spent, you know, an hour and a half recording the music and then rewriting the look whole thing how, look, to get look, in. Look what you can do nowadays, kids. That, that took Murray a couple hours. He's got, a, he's got a hit song. It's climbing up the charts. It's climbing up the charts. You can get it at Murray Valeriano Comedy. Right? For, for on free? Facebook. Yeah. For, yeah. yeah. Just you can download it? Uh, I don't know if you can download it. Well, you can make you can go to YouTube and make an MP3. Out yeah, of it. make an MP3 out of it. It's on my, it's on my Facebook page, and, and then I'll you can edit put it, it down out on my, to a nice ninety seconds. Ninety seconds. It is a little longer. To than a I jingle. Like. <laughs> you know what though? That's why I said I go. I think it's a little long as we're listening because I saw. But then the the real song is almost six minutes. Yeah, the real song. The real song has like nine verses. So I was like, oh, okay, then this is perfect. And I like to get my stuff in like in three minutes. Then I backpedaled and apologized to you, and you didn't even know. Because all I hear is insults from you, Pat. This is, uh, you're the first um, regular co-host to be back for 2017. Cool. I don't feel like I've been here in a while, but I just recorded the best stuff a couple of weeks ago. Yep. So and, I'm uh, glad to be back. I did look at the list of how many times people were here for in 2016, mm-hmm. and you always say, I hardly did any. And I'm like, <laughs> okay, I'm counting yeah. these up. And 
you really only did like four or five episodes. Oh, this year was only four or five episodes? But it seems like a lot. I don't know why it seems like... The year before, I did like 30 or something ridiculous yeah, so, like that. Yeah, that's too many. Yeah. So <laughs> four, Some people might say four or five so is I too many. <laughs> I think it's because I've started to... to uh, and, and only because I can get people to sit in that chair that mm-hmm. have a name. Right. But yeah, I've started to get, you know, guest co-hosts. Sure. And, and guests. But, um, but no, I, I definitely want to have you guys on. Yeah, I understand. More. Plus, I spent I was out of the on the road a lot yeah. all in 2016, so but, all over uh, the world. But this is a good one. We're, uh, today we're back to just doing just one of those stupid topics we mm-hmm. come up with. It's a way to dig deep and find songs that maybe I haven't heard in a long time, right? Or, right. or songs that hopefully I, I think I got a couple in here that people listening might not never have heard. So I wonder if I do. Uh, I have 14 songs. How many do you have? <clears throat> oh, I don't know. I only got one, two, three, four, five, I have six, 15. seven, eight, nine, ten. I have a, I have a 12, new music. 13, 14, 15. I got 15. Okay, good. I bet then we you, have one crossover. Then you can start. I, I, I know what you're thinking, and, and we don't. Okay, what's our topic? Our topic is Mr. and Mrs., Ooh. which is songs with Mr., Mrs., Miss. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can go doctor in the title if you want. I stayed with Mr. and Mrs., even though we talked about that. I did, too, that. but I had Miss. I have a couple Miss. I got a Miss, too. And Kyle, you have, uh, what do you have for us, Kyle? I have a new music uh, roundup. New music roundup? How would you cue that up? New music roundup. Yeah. There you go. Well. Right. So what are we going to listen to? This is, uh, there's new Nine Inch Nails. Oh, oh, right on. I mean, great. Uh, and It's an EP, right? Yes, it's five songs. Why just an EP? What's he doing with that? Um, I think it was just to, he had promised there would be more New stuff music? Okay. This year, and uh, so... Aaron Sorkin didn't write a movie for him? <laughs> no. Uh, this is um, this is the first time that Nine Inch Nails has another member other than just Trent, oh. like official. And who is it? It's Atticus Ross. Oh, okay. Oh, and they've worked together for like a over lot, 10 yeah. years now, so... So get him in the band. Yeah. So this is the opening track. This is called Branches and Bones. Okay. So does Trent play all the instruments usually? Yeah. Drums? Mm-hmm. Keys? Uh, drum machine or, yeah. Guitars? Keys. Mm-hmm. Bass? Yep. What's Atticus, Atticus Ross play? Um, he does like a lot of the producing and mixing. He plays guitar sometimes. Now, is he officially a member of Nine Inch Nails now? Yes. So it, like in, inside it'll say Nine Inch Nails is Trent Reznor and Atticus oh, okay. Ross. Ten Inch Nails. He's like the Ron Wood of Nine Inch Nails. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Wasn't Ronnie Wood just a hired gun for... 10 years, 15 years with the might, Stones? Might still be a hired gun. I don't I think he's an official uh, member. So Dave Grohl plays a, plays drums on one of the tracks. Cool. And uh, Dave Navarro plays guitar on another one. Mm, great. Yeah. I like that, though. Yeah. Yeah, it's that's good. good. I like that, though. <laughs> you, I bet Grohl would probably have played uh, drums on your track. Oh, I, if I, I, I should have called him, but <laughs> it was the holidays. Everybody was out. <laughs> Anything else for us? Or just that one? That was just it. I liked it. But I'm, I'm, yeah, worried, if it's, I'm worried if it's more of the same. No, you know they, I mean? it's it's a good it's a good like each all five songs are sound 
different, which different is good. Right. So they're not all like that. What do you um, give it? You've listened to all five. What do you give it? Scale one to ten. I like it a lot. I think I would give it like probably an eight for right. now. That's all good. Right. Yeah, That's yeah. not bad. Yeah. That's good stuff. Yeah. yeah. I'd give it, yeah. I'd right. give that thing I heard an eight. Good. Mr. and Mrs., I'm going to let you go. I'm all right. Defer to you. Happy New Year. Let's H- do happy it. Happy New Year. Let's do it. I'm going to do. Um, that's an obvious one, but I'm going to do this one because I know you like this band and okay. I love this song and this might be my favorite. Can we go to the last song? Yeah. And this might be my favorite Counting Crows song. This is on my list. So we I told you. That's yeah. the one I thought of. This is Mrs. Potter's Lullaby. Oh. Oh. No, I don't have this on Oh, list. that's what I thought I was going to cross. I have the one about the guy. In mid-afternoon Cause that's when it all hurts the most A dream I never know Anyone at the party And I'm always the host If dreams are like movies Then memories are films about ghosts You can never It takes a long time until they get to the chorus. Yeah, yeah, I forgot about it. It's eight minutes of that. Yeah. Now, I really feel that This Desert Life is a really uh, underappreciated Counting Crows album. That's the third album, and I think it's fantastic top to bottom. Mm -hmm. Yeah, their second one I really fell flat for me. Yeah, that one, uh, I I mean, the songs I like, I like, like Mm -hmm. Angels of the Silences and... um, Oh, what was the big hit? Um, Long December. Oh yeah, right, right. But uh, as as an album, I I don't like it that yeah. much. Yeah, I like this this desert. But their debut album is it's killer. And Hard Candy is killer. The fourth oh, yeah. album is really great. Oh yeah, yeah. But uh, I, I really I played August and everything after just endlessly for a year when it came out. Now was that that was the last song on your list? Yeah. Okay. The last song on my list. Pop that up to number one, and we'll just have a double shot of Counting Crows. Ooh. Oh, is that some, oh, of course. Mr. Jones. So as soon as you said, I didn't, wasn't even thinking. Right. This is Potter. Stand at this yellow-haired girl, Mr. Jones strikes up a conversation with a black-haired flamenco dance. You know she dances while his father plays. It's all she's suddenly beautiful. And we all want something beautiful. Man, I wish I was beautiful. So come down. We won't get to the chorus on this either. Again, it's, it's Mr. Jones. It's one of the. It's that was the first single. Yeah, it was. They're probably their biggest hit. Probably, yeah. Well, oh no, that, maybe um, maybe one of the weakest songs on the album. The biggest hit had to be the one from Shrek, "Accidentally in Love." Oh, I forgot about that yeah. song. Yeah, but it was definitely the biggest hit off that album. Yeah, and I would say the weakest song on that album, like Sullivan Street. It, it, I like all the songs in this album. So, and I do like Mr. Jones. So I don't know. If maybe I it's can, overplayed. Can, maybe that's yeah. probably it. And my other complaint about them is. Get that guy a fucking haircut, <laughs> right? Come on, it's, I heard it's that, cartoonish now. It looks like he looks like a cross between sideshow Bob that, and a potted plant. I heard <laughs> that he's bald and those are weaved into whatever, oh, really? whatever he has. That's what I heard. I tell you what, he he banged all three friends, didn't he? I don't know if he had Ross. <laughs> <laughs> um, I know, I know, all three female friends, right? I know the two, the two, okay. the, the two that you want to have a, have a date with. Two out of three ain't bad. How, how does that? 
that guy's just like he's a rock star. That's yeah, why. that's it. Rock stars get All it. Right. Rock stars get it. That's what that's what uh, that's what April Richardson would say. Rock stars can get it all day. Rock stars, you're up. Oh, she in the room? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> Uh, all right, let's go back to the top of the list. This is an obvious choice, but I love it. And since we lost the great producer, George Martin. Yes, I yes. just started brain fart. <laughs> yep. I heard yep. something out back. Is this for, are we going to have a benefit right now? Yes. Are I we? think we should have a benefit right. right now. All right, let's have it. Who should we have it for? Mr. Kite. Okay. I hope this is the George Burns version. <laughs> Ringo killing those drums. Beating them into submission. Mr. K. Celebrated Mr. K performs his feet on Saturday at Bishop's Gate. You know that uh, kind of the the breakdown in it, yeah. or the bridge, the Wurlitzer. You know how they did that? How they just they played a bunch of uh, circus style instruments, and then George Martin cut them up, the tape up, yeah. and threw it on the floor, mixed it all around, and then spliced it together. Did they just live at Abbey Road Studios they at must that have. point? They, they must I mean, have. I mean, it just feels like they were just must have always been there. Yeah, I was thinking about this the other day, man. Because you think about except Ringo, he could come once a week. <laughs> what is it? Let it be. He's like, I love that album. That's the album I learned to play chess on. <laughs> didn't play That's anything. That's funny. That's great. <laughs> he has a good sense of humor about. You know? Do you ever see that? Uh, it's because he's still alive. Do you ever see that uh, tribute to to Ringo they did on the Grammys, where all the drummers like Don't Dave remember. Grohl and all those guys sit and they talk about why they love? Yes. Well, I was just randomly on the airplane watching videos, and mm. I saw an interview with. Ringo showing how he played, I forget what it was. I think it was Come Together or something. Okay. And he's like, you know, I'm left-handed, but I sit on a right-handed thing, and so I play it this way. Oh, neat. And I thought, that's cool. And then I watched the tribute to him, and they all played the song, and they all played it wrong. Did they really? They all played it wrong. Wow. It was amazing. And then, of course, I lose my shit on the airplane, and nobody's ever like, what are, what are you doing? I'm like, they play it wrong. You go, I'm just watching porn. <laughs> They're like, sir, you need to sit back down. Yeah, you like, you need to play step back from and, the pilot's and cabin. fuck that Hillary bitch. Yeah, that's, that was you. That was me. Oh I was God. on Delta. I'm not allowed on Delta anymore. <laughs> uh, my next artist is a um, rock and peace artist. He hasn't been with us for, man, 31 years, maybe, 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 no, maybe more than that. Anyway, this is Phil uh, Linnett. This is uh, from his solo, one of his solo, two solo albums. Oh, I'm not familiar with his solo work. Uh, yeah, it's called Solo in Soho is the album. And this is Dear Miss Lonely Hearts. Tom Newberg's getting a boner. That's right. Dear Miss Lonely Hearts, I had to write this letter to tell you how I came to meet her. She was sweet, but I dated her sister. That's how I made my mistake and I can't forget her. I felt depressed. What's that called? That's called Dear Miss Lonely Hearts from Solo and Soho, 1980. Man, you could tell who this driving force behind Thin Lizzy was, right? Uh, the lead singer, songwriter? Yeah. <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> kind of. Uh, yeah, he's got, I love it. I love him. 
Now, did we ever get a uh, distinction on the pr- right pronunciation of his name? I mean, Ricky Warwick said Linnet, right? Yeah. Okay. So I got to go with that. All right. He's in a band with a guy who was in a band with Phil. So. Sure. Phil Linnet. And it's Phil, right? <laughs> Am I pronouncing that it's right? It's not Pahill. It's File. It's File. File Lino. <laughs> All right. What's up, Murray? What do you got? Let's go with number three. This I didn't I never realized I didn't realize this <clears throat> I didn't realize I was a huge fan of this guy until like a year ago, but I've seen him in co- concert a bunch. I've listened to three of his bands regularly. I've listened to his Rolo Rolo career. It's ten o'clock in the morning. Jack, his solo career. Jack White. No. Okay. No. You said three of his bands. I'm like, oh, that's got to be Jack White. He's got nine bands. No, this is from his band Traffic. Oh. This is Dear Mister Fantasy. Steve Winwood. Hmm. Play something upbeat, man. It's too early in the morning to play this mellow shit. <laughs> if you want to get mellow, you can get the fuck, you get out, the fuck out of right? here right now. Do you still have that drop? Yeah. Are you going to play it? In 2002, uh, Jimmy Pardo and I, uh, we lived out here and we were at Amoeba Records. And uh, I purchased two brand new albums. Uh, both of these made uh, Jimmy Pardo's eyes roll out of his head. <laughs> Uh, one was uh, James Taylor's October Road, and the other one was... I said, let's play something. <laughs> and the other one was Nerf Herder American Cheese. So, Did the person at the counter go, you're buying these as gifts for two separate people, correct? <laughs> I go, no, these are for my record collection. So uh, let's listen to Mr. Spock. Off Nerf Herder? Yep. You want a guy who can bring the This is James Taylor. What? This is James Taylor. <laughs> You play that right back uh, back to back with the new James Taylor album, then they lock you in an insane asylum. I was just thinking, as you were listening to that, some kid was listening to that in middle America and saying, I love this. I'm going to start a band and call it Jimmy Eat World. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and neither one will be successful. <laughs> no, Jimmy, apparently, Jimmy Eat World's last, this album last year was supposed to be pretty good, according to the producer of my podcast. Hmm. He's a big Jimmy Eat World fan. All right. Who produces your podcast? Aaron. You have, art. A, you have a producer now? Yeah, he's kind of a producer engineer. You pay that guy? Uh, all Things Comedy does. 
Look at that. Yeah. Hoity yeah. toity. Not bad for Hoity somebody uh, who has a podcast that nobody listens to. Hoity <laughs> What do you got for us? Let's, let's. You did not like Mr. Spock. I didn't. I don't like that. You don't like that kind of stuff? Yeah. Non- nonsense yeah. rock? No, I no, it. I like nonsense rock. I, that kind of, uh, I don't know. It just all falls under that Blink 182 kind of you. poppy bullshit. Yep. I saw <laughs> yeah. Nerve Herder. I saw them live at the Troubadour with uh, Danielle Koenig. She opened? Uh, no, she went along with me. Oh, okay. Does <laughs> yeah. Jimmy know about that? Oh, yeah, yeah. They were, uh, they were living together at the time. Mm. And, and did you ask if he wanted to go, and did he say, pass? <laughs> <laughs> he would probably stop me. He'd go, don't even say. You know the answer. So they were living in sin before they got yeah, married? Don't tell, don't tell anyone. I don't know. It's between you and me. It's between you and me. Uh, let's go to the, the next one after Dear Mr. Fantasy. We'll turn it up a little bit. This, of course, is Mrs. Robinson, but... Lemonhead's version. Yes, so good. Evan Dando, right? Yes. I like that bass part. This was on the single soundtrack, right? Um, Am I right or wrong about that? Let me see what I got it on. I got it. No, it's on. It's a shame about Ray. All right. Yeah. I saw these guys, I don't know, six years ago, seven years ago at the Troubadour. Yeah. The Lemonheads got back together reunited on a Tuesday night. With Daniel Koenig? <laughs> with Daniel Koenig. Because she only goes to uh, mediocre shows with comedians that perform on this show. Yeah. At, she the troub- opened. at the Troubadour. She opened this She one. opened again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, um, Hold on. Let me finish my story. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought yeah. you were. No, no, no. Didn't work, no, Kyle. Didn't work. <laughs> uh, they went on at 10 o'clock. Okay. On a Tuesday. Uh-huh. At 1230, he busted out an acoustic guitar. To do an acoustic set, they played. They played into Wednesday. Yeah, I left. This isn't. This isn't ninety three, buddy. Your no. fans are old. We got to get up tomorrow. Yeah, I left, man. Gotta work. Yeah. Um, we all know Ryan Buds, comedian Ryan Buds. Comedian's mm-hmm. a strong word. We all know. Him. Yeah, we know. He just had. Uh, he has a trivia podcast. I'm kidding. I like trivia with Buds, and he just had uh, two of the members of the Lemonheads on. Oh, cool. So he texts me. He goes, hey, two of the members of the Lemonheads on. If you want them on your podcast, uh, I can probably get them for you. And I said, was Evan Dando one? He goes, no, it was two of the other guys. I'm like, no. No, no. I don't know their music, and, but so if I'm going to have someone on, it's got to be the singer. You're not a Lemonheads fan? Ah, uh, get it. Do you get, I'll get, get you, it. I'll give get you. you I'll get give it. you. It's a shame about Ray today. It's a get great it. album. You should give it to me. I mean, you steal your music, so why not Absolutely. give it to me? Absolutely. You finally come around 2017 admitting to just you steal music. Yeah, why not? I'm just going to steal it this year. I'm not going to buy it anymore. Buy anything. I'm not going to buy anything. I'm going to rip it off YouTube. Where you can rip off People Who Died 2016. Make an MP3 of it for yourself. Murray, this next song is off a box set called 100 Million People. I'm sorry. 100 Million Fans Can't Be Wrong. Yes? No. Really? Nope. Okay. It's a gentleman from New Jersey who likes to uh, write anthems. Oh. You might know two of the people uh, that he knows, Tommy and Gina. Oh, sure. Uh, this is uh, Bon Jovi. This box set, if you like Bon Jovi, this is like 
four discs. It was all unreleased stuff. Four discs of unreleased mm-hmm. stuff that didn't make it on the albums. And it is phenomenal. Like, if you like Bon Jovi, right. you're like, how did these not make it on the album? And for the rest of the civilization. Well, bear with this. <laughs> Miss, right. Miss Fourth of July. His voice sounds so good on this. I used to believe Now it's just one day At a time The circus is gone It's all packed away The clouds have been Makeup's been packed in his castle That's not bad. Yeah, I'm going to dedicate to my, that to my uh, Bon Jovi buddy, uh, Scott Fogg. Oh, hey, right. That one's for you, Scott. Is Scott from Jersey? You know, I don't know where Scott lives. San Francisco. He's, he's a listener, and we, uh, we chat uh, very frequently. Oh, okay. What was about, when, when did they tour last with Richie Sambora? Um, Five years ago? Four years ago? Let me tell you. Because they did not tour with the, the last album is when he, um, he bailed. Okay. He did, not, he did not show up for work because he's like, I cannot sing. One more anthem. <laughs> I tell you what, that sound has changed since he left. It has. I agree with you. There's, there's a little something missing. Uh, the last time he toured was, um, was probably uh, 2008 or nine. Hmm. I think he. I think they might have done just like a five night stint at Giant Stadium in New Jersey. Maybe he did that. Yeah, and that's where I grew up. So. All the girls from high school on Facebook. 2009, the Circle Tour was the last tour he was on. Okay. 2009. Well, I think they might have done like a benefit or something. Maybe a benefit for Sandy, the Hurricane Sandy. What about Mr. Kite? Hey. Hey. Scott Fogg's from Tennessee. Uh, Scott Fogg. Oh. Did you Google? Did you Google Scott Fogg? I looked him up on Facebook. Don't give out his information. (laughs) What's his street address? You want his phone number? Where in Tennessee? I was born in Memphis. Uh... We'll be back with more Scott Top Fog talk after this. Scott, Scott Tog Fog. Oh, is, that your new po- is that your new podcast? God damn it. I Scott can't talk this talk. morning. What's your next These song? These early morning sessions. I don't know. Well, let's talk less and play more music. Okay. Chattanooga. Oh, yeah. yeah. Sounds like they make train. choo-choos there. It sounds like a train. Oh, he's from Chattanooga. Uh, he uh, lives in Eastridge. Stop saying all his information. <laughs> it's on his. It's on. I'm not even friends with him on Facebook. He's just right there. He's what if just he, putting it out? What there. if he only? What if that's just for family and close friends? And now you're putting it out, and and now uh, you know uh, upwards of uh, 25 people are going to hear this. <laughs> all right, let's keep the mellowness going. All right, um, this is off my favorite Tears for Fears album, Elemental. This is Mister Mister Pessimist. This is dedicated to Murray. (laughs) He wrote that song, recorded it in a day. Very optimistic.
I'm just going to let that go forever. Yeah. That's a great album. You have that album? Um, I don't have any Tears for Fears. Oh, really? Yeah. You keep threatening to bring one of those guys no, in. No. Remember we said no? He said no. If he would he said li- no. He if he lives. would listen to one of these episodes with a guest, he would come in here. I know. And he lives right over there. And it, he plays tennis right over there. It's a kiss-ass right fest. How come I've never seen him at that tennis court? I, oh, you know what? He probably plays at uh, uh, Mulholland, uh, Bear, Beverly Hills now. Oh. Beverly Hills. Well, okay. Because it's a long story. All right. But uh, yeah, but he lives around the corner. Son of a bitch. Kyle, go stand in the corner, see if you see him. If you do, bring him in here. I'll wave him down. Uh, grab my police song and uh, pull it up into the mix here. Ooh, this is um, when uh, I saw the police, uh, the reunion tour at Dodger Stadium. I was with Danielle Koenig and uh, Jimmy Pardo. And I think this is who was there. And, and definitely Scott Ackerman. And I kept, uh, I kept um, teasing Scott about when was he going to ask uh, Kulop to, uh, to, uh, to marry him. Right. When, when are you going to get engaged? He goes, uh, I think she was at the show too, but maybe had different seats. But uh, I go, ask her. Ask her tonight. Ask her at the show. And he said, if the police play Miss Grandenko, then I will ask her. And here's Miss Grandenko. And they didn't play it. And, oh. he, and he knew that. Of course. Comedy. Bang, bang. Don't tell the director I said so. Those drums tight. That's what you call a tight snare. When, the, when Synchronicity came out, they had an advertisement that would run on, on television. You uh-huh. can probably find it on there, Kyle. And um, it would show all the black and white photos and the, th- the three colors. Sure. And, and this is one of the songs that was in the mix that they would play. They would play that. Is anybody alive in here? It was great. Now, on a scale of one to ten, yes. how disappointing was that reu- reunited tour for you? Well... Ten being the most disappointing, it was or a, ten being great. Ten being the most disappointing. It's a Dodger Stadium, so and we didn't and we weren't close. So that already takes about two points sure. off of it. Yeah, yeah, it's a terrible venue. Um, that was a Murray, marker. Murray dropped a highlighter. Um, but the Foo Fighters opened. I was. That's the show. Okay, so I'll, I so I'm going to add a point. Okay, so, well, I don't want to. You can't. No, I'm talking no? police. Okay. I'm talking police. Um, Sting looked great. Stort looked great. Andy looked pretty good because, but he's ten years older than those yeah, guys. He's one hundred and twelve. Um, they just slowed the tempo down of all the songs, and that doesn't work for me. And they messed up. I find it hard to believe that. that you can fuck for five hours, but you can't play the song fast. <laughs> well, you, you fuck for five hours very slow. <laughs> but the thing takes some five hours. Was I, First of all, here's the thing. I've said this many times on this show, so bear with me. If I go see Sting solo and he wants to play around with the arrangement of a police song, mm-hmm. have at it. You wrote, sure. you wrote it. Do whatever you want. Yeah. But when I go see the police, and and they, Stuart could have played it. I mean, you could, he was ready. That, that yeah, drum yeah. set was ready to to just blow up. Right. You know, he just wanted to do it. But um, 
Yeah, the police should have sounded more like the police. Yeah. First of all, Foo Fighters had something to prove. They came. They blew the roof off the place. Yeah, they were great. And I, I was like, I was eighth row. I took Mary. I was like, because I never saw him originally. And I'm like, all right, if they ever come around, I'll spend top dollar. And I yeah. paid top dollar. What row were you in again? Eighth. Oh, that's great. Eighth. And there were guys, like old people there with earplugs. And like, mm. I don't understand why they had the Foo Fighters. This doesn't seem like a right match to me because the Foo Fighters are just blowing doors, yeah, you yeah. know? And then it was just- Dave Grohl was running out into the field. And yeah, yeah. He ran right past me. It was yeah. all, he stood up on the, on the speaker in the middle of everybody yeah. and just noticed they didn't play uh, with the police ever after that on that tour. <laughs> that no, was the only night. It was a one-off. And then the next night they played the Hollywood Bowl and Elvis Costello opened. Nice. And Elvis Costello said, hey, I'm ending my set, but I'm going to play a free show at the El Rey. And my buddy who was at the show texted me because I lived around the corner from the El Rey. And I was the last, me and my buddy were the last ones to get in and saw a free show. That's great. That was awesome. So was I love that a way to town. get people to not go see the police? Yeah, these people, they, they're doing it for the money. So <laughs> why don't you go see a free show? I'm just grabbing my tea. Okay. I'm coming back. Is it my turn? <clears throat> yes, I played Miss Grandenko. Oh, right, right, right. <laughs> This is uh, one of my favorite bands out of the 90s. I know. I know. Wil- Wilco? No. Um, they got together. Chili Peppers? No. No, I hate the Chili Peppers. They got together with a bluegrass band called Leftover Salmon, and they put out an album called Oh Cracker, Where Art Thou? And this is a country bluegrass version of Cracker songs. Okay, who is it? Cracker with, blue, with the Leftover Salmon, and this is Mr. Wrong. Kyle is just like sighing. Oh, I see your cue. Yeah, I got a cue there, buddy. Unless you want to hear the count in. No, I'm okay. By the river that goes nowhere. Let me lay my sorry trip on you. Yeah, won't you meet me by the river, little darling? I might just let you see my bad tattoo. How you like it, Kyle? Well, I was gonna bring you flowers, but I This is like everything I hate rolled <laughs> into one. It's the thought that counts, and I think I'm a bit too. Well, I don't, I don't want Murray to take the bullet by himself, so. But there's some change in my ass. Are, are we good? Okay. Uh, it's a good album. You should really get it. <laughs> this is a, go to the song "Mr. Mistake." This is from uh, 2016. Uh, this is Peter Wolf from his uh, album "A Cure for Loneliness," mm-hmm. and again, "Mr. Mistake." I used to play the horse. They knew me at the track, and I bet a lot of winners. See, I guess I had the knack. Is he a cartoon wolf? He should be in a Pixar film. In a zoot suit. Mr. Mistake. They told me you were trouble. All right. I said you're a piece of cake. He's like flipping a coin by a lamppost. Let me ask you something. He's got a wallet chain all the way down. You can only listen to one of the two songs we just played. Which one do you pick? (laughs) This one because it makes me think of a cartoon wolf. (laughs) Okay, great. (laughs) All right, you're up, Murray. Uh, I realized I have two Beatles on here. Dizzy Miss Lizzie? Yeah. Okay. Go ahead, take it from the top.
sweet. That's a good tune. Yep. Got to liven up this mellow, mellow early morning. Well, here I'll, I'll liven it up with a, a band from uh, from nineteen from the nineties, the Jim Blossoms. Oh yeah. Uh, I will play a song that inspired um, my youngest daughter's name uh, because we named her Rita, and someday she'll be Mrs. Rita. But now she's twelve. Will she be Mrs. Rita? No. Okay. She'd have to marry John Rita. Then she'd be Rita Rita. Mrs. Rita Rita. Right now she's just Rita Pita. <laughs> Is that what you call her? Yeah. That's adorable. good it's good yeah it's good i like those guys i saw him open for rem and uh what's his name robin what's the lead robin name? wilson is that right i think so okay he comes out and we're like we're the gin blossoms we're gonna play our four songs collect our five thousand dollars and go home all right that's a grand a piece and everybody is like you're only making five thousand dollars for this <laughs> how much is rem it's, it's robin wilson right yep Robert what are they Wilson? making now? Like when we saw them at the Canyon Club, what are they, what are they making up at the Canyon Club? Oh, I don't know. They didn't announce it. Yeah, he, he obviously had it. a fight with somebody before he came on and brought it on stage with him. He seemed like a guy that could be trouble. Yeah. Yeah, he did. I mean, he was very nice when he signed, because mm-hmm. I told him that we named our daughter, and he signed a pick for Oh, nice. Nice. Yeah, yeah. 10-year-old doesn't care about a pick. She you, might have been eight. You, you, you gave it to her, I remember, and you, like, she was like, oh, this is so cool. And then like later that day had lost. It. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Like maybe. it was her favorite thing. And then she just, just, just care disappeared. Next time they come to the Canyon club, I'd, I'd check it out. All right. Yeah. They were good. Yeah. He, walks, he walks across the tables. Oh yeah. Yeah. All right. I don't know if you're supposed to do that. Management might be upset about, upset that, about that. that's what he I'll do that next I'm going to walk across the tables, collect my $5,000 and leave. <laughs> he actually walks across the tables to, uh, to the, to the back, grabs a check and then walks in. <laughs> and then he buses them. <laughs> He busts the tables. Every time I perform there, it's no problem to walk across the tables because there's nobody in the <laughs> there's nobody in the club. They even set the tables up. Yeah, they set tables and chairs and couches. Yeah, it's stand up. I'm not. I'm not. It's, I'm not a, it's stand up. It's not a band. I tried to see if uh, if that would be a venue, a good venue to do podcasts on it. That's big for podcasts. I know it's very. It's a wide. It's yeah, not it's like super deep, wide. But it's it's, it's like really my ass. Wide. It's wide. <laughs> yeah, well, yours is, ass is a little deep, if yeah. I remember correctly. Uh, what's your song? Uh, deep tracks. Deep, deep tracks. This is this is the replacements off Hootenanny. Mm-hmm. This is Mister Whirly. The Matt. <laughs> Strawberry Fields. <laughs>
going. Keep it going. How long are you going to keep it going I for? I like it. There's a bunch of different little songs I know, but there. that's why you have a car and a radio in the car. All right. That's a replacement off Hoot Nanny. What, a radio so you never hear that song? <laughs> that's funny. Um, you never no, hear this, you're never going to hear this song on the radio either. This is a, one of my favorite vocalists of all time, and yet... Chrissy um, Hind. I don't know. Uh, this this is a rockin' piece. This is Freddie Mercury. Ah, this is the title track to his solo album, Mister Bad Guy. And I don't, I don't, don't think I'm familiar with this. I don't like this song that much. But okay, play Mister Bad Guy. Let's go chasing rainbows in the sky. This is produced by Atticus Ross. Produced by Mac. Name checks himself. You can't deny the pipes. But what a roller song. coaster of good and bad. <laughs> no, it is like as soon as it's, that sucked, this, then his vocals bad, came this in. Bad, this and is I'm bad. Like, oh, this I is like bad. it. This is good. This yeah, is yeah. Good. This, back to bad. Back to bad. <laughs> it, it, like some of it sounds like a song like a a villain would sing in in a Muppet movie. And now like, I'm Mr. Bad Guy. Are you going to do this with every song now? We had a cart, we had a Muppet, we okay. had a Cartoon Wolf. Seriously, I'll just stop. no, you can do it. But I want, I, I want to know, uh, like, what, uh, what would the villain look like? Freddie Murray have to have a mustache. He is, he is like a long, like snidely whiplash mustache, black. Who's you might know this? Who's the villain in that uh, Elmo movie played by Mandy Patinkin? Oh, it's the movie's Elmo and Grouchland. Yes, I forget his name. It's like Whirly or something. Wigglesworth. That's not it. Wait, why do you know Elmo and Grouchland? Because he probably watched it when he first came I out. I mean, I was like 10 when it came oh, out, yeah, so yeah, my okay, brother okay, probably okay. watched it. Mm, yeah, too. your brother. Mm-hmm. Nice try. Yeah. What's uh, his name? Huxley. Huxley. It's yeah. Huxley. I literally just found it. <laughs> I don't know that. I don't know. Oh, my God. It's ridiculous. If it's as terrible as Elmo he, is on Sesame Street. He kind of yeah. lo- looks like a. Uh, it's not terrible. It's not terrible. No, it's not terrible. Elmo's rough, man. I've been watching a lot of Sesame Street lately with my kid. You don't like Elmo? (laughs) (laughs) I like Elmo. Why do you like Elmo? It just annoys you. It's it's a little annoying. Caillou's the one we don't like. Oh, we don't watch Caillou. That's what he looks like. Is that Mandy Patinkin? Yeah, that's Huxley. Okay, cool. Caillou's a bitch. (laughs) I hate that kid. Caillou? Is that the bald kid? Yeah, he freaking whines about everything. Shut up, Caillou. What do you got for us? Mm, okay. Can you, something that goes from good to bad, like Mr. Bad Guy? Mr. Uh, bad Song. Do <laughs> you want a bad one or you want a good one? I don't know why you would even bring a bad one, although I just did. And Siegel tends to bring his stinkers. Stinkeroo. All right, let's go with, this is, such, I believe, such a, well, this is U2 and, oh, fuck, why am I blanking on his name? Bono. No, <laughs> the opera singer. Oh, Luciano Pavarotti. Yeah, this is uh, Miss Sarajevo, oh, Passengers. Yeah, Aaron Gold, you can't possibly enjoy this. You don't like this song? Mm. Oh, I love this I song. I don't like opera. Come on. I'm not cultured. It's so good in concert. Sarajevo. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. You had a cue, and I yeah, I was gonna say. 
I'm a Sarajevo. Can we sing it? Shut up. Apparently, I didn't hear Pavarotti in there. I, I, I left him out. All right. I knew you. Well, then right. I do like that. <laughs> Apparently, they were in Sarajevo and they were, it was all bombed out, and they were these people were having a, a beauty contest what? in the middle of all this, all right. and that's where they inspired that song. Beauty contest is run by Trump. <laughs> boy, oh boy. What album is that on? Um, you can get it off uh, Passengers, which is like a best of. Oh, okay, I know what you're talking about. And I think that's all. Like, I said I got it. It says and I think you can get it off. Mm, yeah. But then there's that one album that they... The worst of U2. <laughs> you don't like... Bono cites that as one of his favorite song, U2 songs. Well, you know, I'm sure he does. He probably enjoys singing it. He probably enjoyed the collaboration, the collab. The collab. Uh, let's hear something from 2012. Uh, this is probably the first breakout star from a show called American Idol. I don't know if anyone's uh, old enough to remember that show. American, American Idol. Idol. This Rock is, and Peace 2016. This is that's right. Oh, really? Is it over? Yep. Yeah. Oh, okay. This is Kelly Clarkson, uh, amazing voice. This is Mr. Know It All. Mr. Know It All, well, you, you think you know it all, but you don't know a thing at all, ain't it? And it's something, y'all, when somebody tells you something about you, think that they know you more than you do, so you take it down another pill to swallow. Do you like that song, Kyle? Yeah, it's fine. Murray? Yeah. Um, she is a Greatest Hits. Uh, it's called Greatest Hits Chapter One. And every song in there is a song you know. Like you think, I don't know any Kelly Clarkson songs. And then you listen and you go, oh, yeah, yeah I know that one. Actually, oh. I think I almost brought this because you gave me this. I gave you Mr. Know It All? Mm -hmm. All right. You gave me a bunch of, yeah. I had to DJ a New Year's party last year. I gave that to you because I was trying to tell you something. What's that? Well, then you should have given me a different song called Mr. <laughs> See what I did? I was doing yeah. a thing like yeah. that. Yeah. Mr. Bad Guy? Mr. Bad Guy. What's up? From Bob Mould out of Minneapolis, Minnesota. Some you gold from Mould. You knew him from Husker Du. This is his solo album song, Hey Mr. Gray, out, I don't know, two years ago, 2014. I got to get these solo albums by hand, these new ones.
Guy can rock for an old man, can he? Yeah, that guy's good. Yeah, yeah. He's a bear. That's what they call uh, a very hairy um, gay person. Did I tell you that story? No. Didn't I? I don't think so. I, when I went to the Bob Mould tribute concert, mm-hmm. and uh, Margaret Cho was like the best performer. Oh, yeah, yeah. You, yeah, you said this on the- uh, Right, right. On, on what the, I didn't tell you is he's like, after, when she came out, everybody was like, oh, Margaret Cho. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and yeah. then she's like, you know what I love about Bob Mould? He's a bear. <laughs> And, you know, because she's, so, you know, she's yeah. in the, really big in the gay scene. Yeah, she's bisexual. Bisexual. And everybody's just like, man, I don't know. And then she belted it out, man. She was and good. what song did she sing? I don't remember. But it was, but she was good. But she was really good. Her and Ryan Adams were the best. I, who? Ryan Ryan? Adam. Ryan. Ryan. Ryan Adams. Ryan. Ryan Adams. Ryan. Kyle, who are we going to play next? Are we going to play br- Ryan? Br- Brian? 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 Ryan? Brian? Brian Adams? Brian Ryan? This is from 2008. His album is called Eleven, and this is Miss America. Brian Adams. It was the hottest summer. I was 17. You were a little older. Yeah, the best I'd ever seen. We were young and foolish. I love songs like this. Like what? Just about singing about the past. Yeah. He's telling like a story. Yeah, they like story songs. Yeah. This isn't bad. I haven't listened to this bad. album in a while. I'm gonna have this is gonna be have to be one of my uh, albums of the day. See the I man with out. the axe from Halifax. Maybe you do that on the 11th. <laughs> on the 11th, he. Um, I should have started, but I, I didn't do it this first week. So I should have played on Tuesday. I should have played double albums, mm. like two for Tuesday. But it's the same album. It's double. No, I'm glad I didn't do it. <laughs> Doesn't sound like it's worth it. Um, no, he's not the axe from Halifax. No, he's the Groover. Oh. from Vancouver. All right, I'm sorry. I thought I got it. I have some. <laughs> what are some other? Uh, what rhymes with Montreal? He's the dick from Quebec. Oh, I'll give you that. It's not. Doesn't work. No, it'll work. He has the worst signature on my uh, wall of shame. Wait. The worst. Is that the one you did at the first? Yeah. yeah. Podcast festival. Yep. It's the worst. Where, did we meet there? I don't think so. No, we met we uh, before, before we said Nick okay. Lowe. Okay. When Andy Wood had a date and treated it, treated her like he, she was a buddy. Yeah, and way. Way hotter than Andy should get. I don't know. Well, actually, you know what? He's, he's been working out a lot. He's a pretty tight guy. Yeah, he's but uh, but yeah. But she was smoking. Yeah, and he hung out with us. And really, and really, um, I think you, me, and Mike talked to her more than Andy Wood did. <laughs> yeah. Was he not interested at all? I don't. I don't. He's a weird dude, and he's a good friend. Yeah. And I'm not saying anything I wouldn't say to, to his, his face. face. And, but he's and, a weird. And dude. he would admit it. He'd go, Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I screwed that one up. <laughs> yeah, and all she's right. a pretty successful actress. Yeah, she yeah. is. Who's Jennifer that? Jennifer Aniston. He's pulling accounting crows on her. Yeah, he's with Ross. <laughs> Wouldn't surprise me. Mm. <laughs> Anyone who keeps their body that tight. Yeah. Any, any, any he's going a, to the rainbow bar at night. He did a shirtless picture on Facebook, too. Yeah. Come on. Come on, Come on Andy. I mean, got some nice pecs and I abs. To be honest, but... though, I would love to be able to do a shirtless picture on that. Yeah, well, he's a swimmer, so he's been... He's on the swim team with Andrew W.K. 
What do you mean he's on the swim team? He he's was a, on he's the a swim. grown up. He was on the swim team. Oh, I thought this in was college. like an intramural swim no, team. No, but now he's on a swim up thing. <laughs> now he's on a swim team now. Or Andrew WK? No, he was with oh. Andrew WK. I bet that's a party all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Does he we, just I, jump in with that white T-shirt and white pants? Just, just he's not greasy. He's just always well, wet. He he comes straight from his dishwashing job and just performs. <laughs> Go ahead. Uh, this is off the REM album Accelerate Deluxe version. This is Mr. Richards. This is a great album. I love this album. Yeah, this song, this album is great. This album is great. Sadly, these these uh, these last few REM albums, you can find them at used record stores, like on CD for like three ninety nine. You can like buy all these things. Yeah, like what, like collapsing and around the sun. Yeah, all reveal the, yep, up. Yep, all new those adventures in high. Anything after Monster, you can yeah. buy four or five of those. Monster's a great. Isn't that the most returned? It, it, I think yes, it is. It's the most returned yes. album, mm-hmm. and yeah. I, that album's great. You know, what I think it is. It's the, are you looking that up to make sure it's the most returned? Mm-hmm. You, see, I think that it's actually Rusty Cow. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually what I think it is. Uh, um, Hurtful. Yeah, that's all right. I mean, my parents are still with me. I'm used to it. <laughs> I've been getting it all week. Look, if, think, the, if the two people that bought it returned it, it would be the ratio true. would be 100. percent But one of them did. So what's that? <laughs> are you looking? At, is there any way to find out? There's a there's a list. Most uh, returned, resold it, albums this traded is, in. This is five most returned five most returned CDs in retail history. Okay. Oh, but this is between. No, this tell is, us what they are anyway. That was between two thousand two and two thousand four. They don't even make CDs anymore. Yeah. What were they? Number one was Limp Biscuits, chocolate starfish, <laughs> and hot dog flavored water. Oh my God. Number why two was, it, was why was it even purchased? Was number it? two was Cisco Unleash the Dragon. Oh my God! Thong song. <laughs> shut up. So number far, I've worked was, with both of them. <laughs> number three was self-titled Ricky Martin. No, oh, that's surprising because yeah. the Latino community should have uh, ate that up. Number four is Mystical. Let's get ready. Tarantula tie. Uh, I don't even know what you're talking about. Number five five is Crazy Towns, The Gift of Game, Hmm. that one with the butterfly song on it. I think if I was going to, if someone was going to say, hey, here's five CDs, you can have one, I'd I'd take Crazy Town. I don't want any of that other shit. Oh, no. No. Dude, I worked with Limp Bizkit. Fred Durst was such an ass. And then I worked with, uh, same show with uh, Cisco. Cisco. And but he wasn't. He like did one song and then hung out for the taping and then would jump up on stage every time we we're trying to tape another band nice. and then we'd have to shut down and reset. <laughs> How has Fred Durst never been on Celebrity Apprentice? Oh, I know the word celebrity. <laughs> <laughs> and they probably don't let you wear a backwards hat in the boardroom <laughs> because uh, he's a director. Yeah, he did. I know he directed a film, didn't he? 
He almost he was up for uh, the Dogtown uh, Z Boy. Yeah, but the narrative, not the documentary, obviously. Oh, okay. Which is what is it? Lords of Dogtown. He was up for that. Oh, interesting. I'm glad he didn't get it. (laughs) You wish him it will. I do. I do. He was such an asshole. Such an asshole. Oh yeah. Uh, The song I'm going to play, I think, is undeniable. I think, I think everyone at this table will like this song. I'll be shocked if you don't like it, Mary. I really will. Uh, Just play it, Kyle. It's uh, it's from. Do you know what one it is? I think so. Is it just the next one? It's the one you know. I think so, yeah. I get up around seven, get out of bed around nine. And I don't worry about nothing, no, because worms are waste of my time. So usually starts around seven, we go on stage around nine. About eleven, sipping a drink and feeling fine. We've been dancing with Mr. Brownstone. Okay, let's go around the table. Kyle, do you like that song? Uh, yeah, it's okay. They're like, Ooh, there are like okay. ten other Guns N' Roses songs oh, I'd listen to before okay. I listen. Go to ahead, one. Murray. Put it to bed. I don't hate it. Okay. But I think I think it's his voice I don't like. Yeah. I think, because I like the, I think if somebody else was singing it besides you and him, I think I might like it. We've been dancing with Mr. Brownstone. How would, how would Pavarotti do it? What if Freddie Mercury did it? Mr. Bad Guy. Oh, yeah. First Why of all. looking at me? I didn't do the impression he did. <laughs> first of all, he does not get on stage around nine and on the bus by 11. Oh, no. He's on stage around midnight. Yeah, dude. In Rock and Rio, he waited. He waited like three or four hours. This isn't, dude. This isn't ninety-one. No, you can't. You can't no. do that anymore. Nope. Tony Thaxton said, "I love that song, though. I love it so much." He saw him in Vegas, and Tony Thaxton said it was like the worst concert he ever. He left the most through, recent like, tour. Yeah, like their warm-up tour. They did a residency in yeah, Vegas yeah. or something. Just terrible. He said it was the worst thing he ever seen. I Comical. Saw, I saw them at the Universal Amphitheater, and they came on. They came on like at midnight. I've told this story again. I tell stories a lot, but you, have, if you, you do this up, every week. I know, but I have to tell. I, I just. I know you got to keep the conversation I, going. I got to keep the conversation going. But Danielle Caning and I again. I'm going to bring her up <laughs> third time today. She opened. <laughs> yes. No. Wow. No. I hope not because it was a burlesque show opened, followed oh. by Sebastian Bach and then Guns and Roses. I don't know. That Danielle Caning. She's a looker. And uh, Danielle Caning and I fell asleep at the concert. We were there with Pardo and Mike Schmidt. We felt like, I like, I mean, it's so loud. And I'm just like, oh, and I look, I look back at Jimmy and Danielle's like slumped over. Not because we were drinking or no, because yeah, we yeah. were doing some Mr. Brownstone. Oh. We were just exhausted grownups. Where were they playing? Universal Amphitheater. Really? Yeah. Was that with Buckethead and that? Yeah, Buckethead and Chickenfoot oh, and no, oh, Buckethead, no. Bumblefoot and whatever, yeah, oh, whatever you want. God damn it. Anyone, anyone, but, anyone but someone you want to see yeah. was in the band. <laughs> you know, guy's got a Popeye's box for a shoe. I don't know what's going why are, on. Why is he, why are they, why are they doing that? Why are they going on three hours late still? I don't know. You know what I mean? Is it just a fuck you thing to the audience? Why would know. you do that to your audience? You, you've done this long enough to yeah. know when to start a concert. I don't even know what happens when, the, when you see them on the night that you have to set your clock ahead. They, they, <laughs> they might not ever come out. I don't know what goes on. All right, Murray, you're uh, up. We'll go on at three. Nope, it's two again. <laughs> two All right, in another well, hour. Just get to sit around again. <laughs> I don't want my, my voice. 
ways. I'm going to warm up my voice. I'm going to make sure my voice is good for the show. He is not aging well, is he? I get up around seven. He looks like that guy that got killed on The Walking Dead. We hold again. Which which guy? The redheaded the guy with the big mustache. Oh, yeah, the, guy, right. the guy with the braids and the pot belly and the attitude and doesn't show up to the Walking Dead for until the, four hours later. Wearing the catcher's, catcher's <laughs> mask and the catcher's vest. I get up around seven. A kilt. All right. Since we're dancing, dancing. Wait, listen. is that your scruff? Here's mine. It's like he lives in a Kyle, garage. Do your scruff on that thing. That's our scruff. Right. Who has a lot of scruff? Let's go one at a time. No, no. Let's get. Let's see if the audience can guess whose scruff we're doing. All right. Let's see. I have a better game. Let's see which. How many audiences left after this bit? <laughs> well, they just jump out of their car. <laughs> just drive right. their car off this the bridge. This is me. This is me. Okay, Kyle. Let's see you. Ooh, a little uh, longer. Yeah. Let's see I like yours the best. Oh, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't shaved in a week and a half. Yeah. I like yours the best on my balls. Hey, yo, this is a tickle your bull bug. Your neck. Tickle your bull bug. I was so wrong with Mr. Brownstone. No, you no one be, liked it. You couldn't be more off. No than one that. liked it. I was expecting, like, what did I miss? That it's such a popular song that everybody loves with the Mr. and Mrs. in the title. Mm, I wouldn't have picked that. That was it. But since we're dancing, why don't we dance with Mr. D? Oh. Let's start it from about 20 from seconds. Goat's in. Head Soup. Yes. One of the most returned albums. This is an underrated album, I think. I like this album Not a lot. Not a lot of people like this album. I know, but I think it's really good. Albums and songs that were brought up when I was forced to go to anti-rock rallies as a youth. <laughs> Goat's Head Soup was one of them. So they brought up an album that no one really purchased or, or liked. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They were like, hey, these were all really cheap. <laughs> <laughs> Let's burn them. Let's burn them. <laughs> so yeah, so Dancing with Mr. D is the devil. So yeah, that's it was, the, it was telling that's you the, the kickoff track. That's yeah. uh, the lead track. They're selling sin for 10 cents. Christy and I on an, up- <laughs> Christy and I on an upcoming episode are going to do... Uh, a perfect album sides. We're going to play like one or two songs from what we consider a perfect album side. A very classic rock radio of you. Thank you. Thank <laughs> if you, you missed that podcast, you can, you can it, listen to it every very, night look, at 10 uh, o'clock on classic rock. Stations. I throw out so many topic ideas to oh, Christy yeah. and she'll say, Oh meh, really? Meh. Oh, or, really? Mm, or like a bunch of Z's or, boring or suck my dick, you know, whatever wow. the, the text comes back. It's like, all right, I'll keep trying. Like what? Throw one out at me. Uh, I can't think of one. Song, songs that Murray likes, Murray's band, Burn, Burn, Murray, Bernie, Bernie Sanders songs. <laughs> wow, does, how does she even understand that text? Sorry, I had a stroke. Okay. Was I talking? Are you okay now? Kept, Do you smell nickels? I kept thinking about a, um, I don't even know what a nickel smells like. Oh, you taste nickels. I don't have two to rub together. <laughs> Kyle, switch the next two. Let's just get some cheese out of the way right now. This is, uh, this is the theme song to that show you like. What's that show you watch? It's not the theme song. Yeah, it is. What's the show you watch? Oh, Mr. Robot. Yeah, let's hear this then. 
The production is solid. Oh, come on. The song is dreadful. You're wondering who I am. Secret, secret. I've got a secret. The video is horrible. With parts made in Japan. With parts made in Hold on. I've got the secret. You, if you listen closely, they'll turn it back up. You can almost hear Tommy Shaw going, we got to get rid of this guy. The door, you hear the door slam, and that's Tommy <laughs> running out of the studio. <laughs> His brain's IBM. Yeah, so people are binge-watching this show like crazy, Mr. Roboto. That's not a, you know, like, I would put this in the same category as we built this city but I love We Built This I City. I love We Built This City. But I don't, this song I don't, this I, don't, is a, I honestly, I don't mind this song. This is a bad album too. Kilroy was here. It's just. That's a very racist album cover. Oh, now that I'm looking what, at it. What do you say? Why do you say that? <laughs> do you see Mr. Kilroy? Oh, oh man. Let Jeez. me see. Oh, the, the Japanese robot. Oh. He's got buck teeth too, right? Oh my yeah. goodness. Oh, Lord. Yep. That's almost as bad as... He's got a rice bowl in his head. He's got two chopsticks sticking out of his hat. Remember that episode of Gilligan's Island where the Japanese submarine who's been underwater for oh, no. 35 what years... What happened? <laughs> ...surfaces and comes out. And Gilligan just, put like two chiclets in his front teeth? Basically, yeah, but it's a white guy with glasses squinting and buck teeth. It's not even a real Asian... It's not even a real Asian it's guy. It's like in Breakfast at Tiffany's. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, the worst. And then, and then the skipper like hits his head and you can only see Japanese soldiers, so every... so. Uh, Ginger and Marianne and the professor are all dressed in Japanese with slanted eyes. And I have to assume that the skipper, because he was in the Navy, he probably had some PTSD. Yeah, he suffered from PTSD. That was the underlying theme. That was the underlying theme was PTSD. Ginger, something Ginger or Marianne? Marianne. Ginger or Marianne? I don't even remember what either of them Okay, like. let me change it. The Gilligan or the skipper? <laughs> <laughs> you should, the correct answer is Mr. Mrs. Howe. Lovey. Gilf. Gilf action. Yeah. Hey, hey. No. Ginger all the way. She's a she's a ginger. Really? Marianne. Yes. Did she wear those short shorts and the tied up? Ginger uh, is a movie star. She is the girl next door. You want the girl next door or you want va 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 voom? Well, I got va 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 voom at home. <laughs> In case she's listening. She's not. I know. <laughs> what are you doing again today? A podcast. I've been doing it for four years. I don't even know With what who? it is. But your parents are staying out there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing a podcast. What are you doing, Mary? I'm getting nominated for an Academy Award. <laughs> mm, same thing, right? Did you ever win a potty? Podcast? What? Oh, podcast is, that, is, that, is that an award? It's the potties. Is it the potty? Yeah. Oh, no, it's not right. It's a, it's don't a tell toilet me that's with real. a microphone. Oh, right. Christ. Just like this show, right in the dumper. <laughs> All right, we each got three more songs. Right. We're going to end this quickly. None today. of mine are good. Uh, let me see Actually, if mine one of are mine's good. good. That is, uh, mm, one of mine is is great. All right, I'm going to go off the, the other ones I personally like. I'm going to go off the album McCartney by Paul McCartney. That's his debut solo album after leaving the Beatles. Mm-hmm. It's got a bowl of cherries on the cover and a the, baby this was in re- his coat on the back. His wife took that picture. Yeah, she's a photographer, Mary. Was. She's heir to the uh, Kodak fortune. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Eastman. Yeah. She's an Eastman. Right. Was an Eastman. Yeah. They saw each other every day for their entire life. 
They were never apart for one day. After so there was met. no time that he, because I was going to say, oh, we see, but I'm like, oh no, like Pilar will be away, you know, for, yeah. Yeah, I'm going to miss Mary. I'm going to be out from, on the road for three days next week. I won't see her for three days. Yeah. But I think that's incredible. So once they started dating, they not one day passed that they weren't together. Oh, can I, do you know why? They're rich. <laughs> <laughs> no one had to go to work. Or if we, when he went to work, he could take the whole family with yeah, him. That's true. This is Mama Miss America. A lot of Beatles uh, related music. I know, today. I noticed that today. Listen to that McCartney on bass there. He played all the instruments on this album, right? Yep. And Linda just sat in the corner and watched. Counted money. I almost played Mr. Bellamy from Memory Almost Full. I almost played Mr. Belvedere. I didn't cue this up. That's enough. Is it an instrumental? Yeah. Is it really? Pretty much. All right. Like, it's like, I don't know, five minutes long, so it's five minutes of instruments. All right. This is a song from 2012. But it gets, like, rockin' or later on. I should have That was rockin'. That was nice. I, I liked it. Was, um, uh, what, the electric guitar? Is that what you call it? This is from uh, his most recent solo album from 2012. Uh, the album's called Sunken Condos. This is Donald Fagan. You may know him best from Steely Dan and pushing his wife down on the sidewalk. <laughs> The song is Miss <laughs> Miss Marlene. Back in double seven, Miss M was queen. She could roll like a pro roll when she was seventeen. When the straight a hammer, she was best in town. So, Carl, you, you do not like Steely Dan. That's not music for someone like you. Not really. No, and that's that. not going to win you over. No. You don't like that? What? That's not going to win. No, I, I, don't, I don't mind it. That's not going to win It's not going to win anyone over. No, no, not at all. No, I mean, Reeling in the Years is the only song that's going to win you over when you're a child. I don't know. My old school. My old school's good, too. You're right. Deacon Blues. Eh, you lost me. Hmm. Was that his first or second solo album? This is his fourth solo album. Where this is, is that? his most is recent. Is that one, one or two? I don't understand what you're saying. It's number four. Four. This is from 2012. Oh, oh. Why did I hear something different? Yeah, there's The Nightfly, there's Karma Kiriad, if I'm saying that correct. There's Morph the Cat, and then there's Sunken Condos. I have Karma. Kyle, was I reading that or was I just pulling that from memory? Memory. Thank you. I have Karma. 2017, <laughs> getting my memory back. Now, what's your name? Uh, Murray. Oh. I had Karma Kiriad, I think. What was that? Was that it? What was the one that dropped that in has, the 80s? Uh, that has. Uh, Karma Kiriad has like a car. Yeah. What year was that? 93. 
Oh, what was the one that came? Nightfly was first. Okay, that's that one was I 82. Have. Yeah. This one? That seems a little early for me. God. <laughs> what is wrong with you? <laughs> no, that's uh, not the one I'm thinking about. Yeah, no, I'm turning out, man. I've, my parents are still here, and my dad is 75, and his memory is going. Yeah. And well, go home and talk <clears> about <throat> Donald Fagan with him. <laughs> well, here's, here's the deal. All right. So, my wife worked on this movie, La La Land, right? Wait a minute. Oh, by the way, costumes were fantastic. I love the bright colors. I loved everything about the costumes. Sure, I know you've made it clear you hate the movie. I just think that I don't know that it achieved what they hoped to achieve with it. I can see that. That's that's my thing. If you like that opening scene on the on, on the highway, mm-hmm. is it freeway, freeway. We're in California. Oh, I didn't see it. It's amazing. Well, that's when the murder <laughs> happens, Kyle. Um, <laughs> but I just um, you watch a real MGM musical and you go, oh, holy crap! Well, they were made thirty four years. Right, ago. I know. I don't wanna, I don't wanna, we're talking about my dad right now. I don't want to go into about the film. What's your dad wear? Does he wear bright colors? No, but we're, I love but, his costumes. So, every, so she knows what my wife does for a living. They should. And so we get we get screeners, right? She, I get them from the Writers Guild and right. SAG. She gets them from the Academy. What we watch them, we vote on them for right. awards. Yes. So whenever and we always watch them over the holidays. Sure. And my parents come and watch movies over the holidays. Oh, we can't wait to see La La Land. Can't wait to see La La Land. What was it like? Did you know? Blah blah blah. How's Are they Ryan talking like, through the movie? No, no. This is before the movie. Okay. I haven't even watched. I put it on today when I left them okay. at home. Three days, three days we've been talking about this movie. I'm out with my dad and we see this thing for La La Land and I brought, I'm like, oh yeah, you know, that was shot over and so-and-so. And he's like, oh cool. And I'm like, yeah, I'm hoping Mary gets a nomination for that. She worked on that? <laughs> <laughs> three days we've been talking about it. It's been out for two months. I took a picture of her, uh, of her cre- credit when it came up on the screen the other day. I was going to tweet it to the, the fans, tell people to go see um Yeah, go see it. Definitely go see it. I, I, and if you see my dad in the theater, remind when, him that his uh, daughter-in-law worked on it. Here's the deal. When I say uh, when I say that I don't like something, I never. that's never <laughs> followed by don't go see it. I would never tell someone not to go see right. a movie. It just, if it, it just didn't resonate with me. I thought for sure that I took this picture. I was going to prove it to you. It's um, fine. I have it on our marriage license. <laughs> her name? Yeah. You know what? I di- apparently, I didn't take a picture of it, and I thought I did. Okay. All right. I dropped the ball. That's okay. I don't know if they do it. You can do it again. I have the screener at my house. I'm not going to tell you who I got it from, but it was not Murray. It was not Murray. Absolutely that would be not. illegal for that me would be illegal to hand to out. Do that. Yeah. Yeah. Swear to God, right hand up to God. Swear on Kyle's life. I'll swear on Kyle's life. From, Did not get it from. Not get it from Murray. La La Land. For All right. Me. What's your next song? Theme from La La Land. <laughs> Miss is... La La. Your wife had two movies uh, come out in 2016. Yeah, she had two movies. Two. Hail Caesar. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And La La Land. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty good year, 2016. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's the one she should get nominated for, but they buried it. Yeah, because um, why did they bury it? I never saw it. I don't know why they buried it. But I know the there, were, there was tons of different costumes and what do you call yeah. it? Not time periods, but different movies. Well, yeah, it takes were, place like on a movie lot. So yeah. it was like. It was the movies in 1950s, so it was yeah. about five, okay. probably 10 different movies cool. within the movie she got to design. So I she have, loved it. It was great. I love when George Clooney's funny. You know, in real life, he's quite the prankster. What? Yep, he <laughs> loves. He is oh not. my God, he does. Really? He loves practical jokes. Who doesn't? What would he do? Oh my God, he would do all kinds of stuff. Shit in a box. What? And mail it to his friends. Mail it to his friends. I wish I, I was a his box friend. of shit. And they'd I, go, that's Clooney. Ha <laughs> ha, <laughs> the best. <laughs> What's your next song? <laughs> uh, Isn't that the song that Jimmy Fallon sang, Shit in a Box? And like the box was on their ass? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is, which, is, which is the good one? Oh, yeah. All right, well, we're doing two more? Two more. All right, this is the bad one. This is Red Cross. This is Miss Lady Evans 
bringing in about 20 seconds. Miss Lady Evans. Are you going to mow the lawn today for Miss Lady Evans? Red Cross. R-E-D-D-K-R-O-S-S. K-R-O-S-S. I'm going to have spells. She reigns supreme in love with Alice Dreams. It's okay to be stupid if everybody else is. Never want to go to that place. All the people there are bad things. It's like Babylon for Saturday. I don't hate this song. Yes, it is. Do you like it, Kyle? Yeah, it's fine. Are they like a punk band? Yeah. You ever listen to them? Just now. They got a song called 1975. I think it's called 1975, and they sing in um, Paul Stanley's voice. Really? And it sounds just like Paul Stanley. All right, look that up. Hold on, I have it, I have it in my iTunes here. Uh, yeah, but he can look it up, and we don't have to swap the wire. Okay. Out then. Uh, yeah. Um, no, it's not 1975. It's 1970. It's, is it Stay Away from Downtown? Well, no, no. No. Oh. Red Cross. One of you is wrong. You know who I think it is. <laughs> oh, maybe they didn't make it Thank over. you to everyone who signed up for the uh, Rock Solid ASAP 1976. Club. 1976, sorry. <laughs> I was off by one. <laughs> Thank you to everyone who signed up for the Rock Solid ASAP Club. What's the ASAP Club? Uh, ASAP Club is for people who don't want to wait and get the episodes week to week. As soon as I record them and get them produced, usually within a day or two after the record, I we transfer the file right to them. Oh, that's a lot of work. It's not, because I have to do it anyway. But the we transfer is pretty... It's a piece of cake. Can you put in a bunch of different... Yes, yes. So you can do it all at once? Yes, okay. I can put in as many people that sign up. So you can still do that. It's $50 and just donate that uh, to... Uh, well, go over to the rocksolidpodcast.com uh, and click on the donation button. Is that $50 for life or $50 a year? It's for the year. Okay. Yeah. You can still get in on it. How's that working out? Go, uh, actually, it's uh, not too bad. Okay, good. Yeah. Good. That makes me happy. That was my scruff. Just jumped into my head. I'm like, how about this? Go, it's towards the end. Uh, kind of in the middle. I'll tell you how I came up with a uh, thought of the ASAP club. It was because of a listener. I'll tell you in a second. This doesn't sound like a whole scam right going. Did they do an impression of him? Yeah. It sounds just like him. I have to listen to the whole song. I find it. Really great. Okay. <laughs> All right. You play your next song. I'll find it. Maybe uh, maybe Andrew Rich will find that. Or maybe uh, he'll use his time wisely. Wisely. <laughs> uh, Tom Neuerberg posted. I posted that, you know, this week here, the Tony Brock episode. And he's like, I'm not going to be able to sleep. And I'm like, wait a minute. Why can't I just come up with some club where you get the, you don't have to wait for it. You get it immediately. So Tom Neuerberg's the only person who joined? <laughs> no, no, no. Tom didn't join at all. He's out fighting fire. All right. With fire. Oh. Yeah, he's the worst fireman. He fights fire with fire. He's literally a firefighter. Yes. (laughs) I saw them open for the police. Firefighters. (laughs) And then then who came next? Ambulance? He just played Red Cross, right? Yeah. Let's play a song. Um, This is Miss California. This is from 2010's Fearless Love. Uh, This is friend of the show, former guest of the show. Uh, She can really sing. This is Melissa Etheridge.
And you can't hear a word I say Miss California Did I get in your way? That's cool. Before I throw it over to you, Murray, I, wanna, I don't want to forget this. Uh, I, got a, I got a Christmas card uh, again this year from uh, Kevin Winch. Kevin sends me a Christmas card with his, uh, with his uh, lovely family on it. Uh, Who's that? Kevin Winch. Oh. I find it, uh, I find it uh, weird that I get this, oh. but because uh, uh, this is family. I'm kidding you, Kevin. I think it's very sweet. You have a lovely looking family. Let me check these out. I have to hold it about 50 feet from my eye so I can see it because I don't have my Let me see. On. Let me see. See it? Hold it closer. <laughs> Um, it's a good looking family, Kevin. Uh, I'm not going to read his whole letter, but he said, keep on giving us these great shows. I think every show should have a visit by Star Child. My favorite bit is, and here's his favorite bit. People say, Paul, <laughs> not they would. And they say, Paul, what do you think when you get a Christmas card from Kevin Winch? I think it's great. Kevin celebrates Christmas and Kwanzaa and Festivus. He's the best. All right, Kevin, that was for you. I don't know how good that is. I have a little bit of a cold. But uh, keep the Christmas cards coming. And when I say that, I'd like to get one a month. Okay. Is there a 20th anniversary? Who? Kevin and uh, Marla. How do you know that? It's on the card. Read the card. Stop giving. Well, I can't remember. I mean, I got a lot of Christmas cards this year. Um, apparently. They were all from Kevin. All from Kevin. Apparently, off, what I can deduce, yeah. Kevin and Marla got married at one point. Yeah. There's their wedding picture. I'm had, assuming that's Marla. That's his wife. Had children. Had two, maybe three all could right. that be a third child, or could that be a child that uh, has grown up older? I don't want to. I don't want to say anything more about people that listen to the show. We already gave Scott Fogg's address and social security number out earlier. <laughs> Scott Fogg from Chattanooga. Oh. <laughs> no, Play your next song. Yeah, he's from Merry Christmas, Kevin. That was really cool of you. I don't have East Fields. To keep the show going before I piss my pants. All right, what are we up to? Uh, you. Do. This is my last one, right? Yeah. All right, this is Ty Siegel. Am I right? I lost my list. Yeah. This is Ty Siegel. With just straight misses. Oh, Mississippi, Mississippi River. Won't you send me on my way? I can see the sun, I can figure. I'll be dead later today. While Pat's peeing, how are you on Rage Against the Machine? Um, I'm okay with them. I can't listen to an entire album. Right. I, I, have, I, have, I, their, like their I have the original album. I have the first album, and I have Battle for Los Angeles. Anyways, up late yeah. last night watching a concert of theirs. Yeah. It was fucking awesome. And I'm like getting fired up at midnight to go change the world. <laughs> but what they did, and I didn't know this, and I learned this last night in 2010 or 11, mm -hmm. like every year at Christmas time, whatever the British voice winner had like a Christmas song and it was the number one song in England every Christmas for like four years and some Rage Against the Machine fan started this grassroots thing saying let's make Killing in the Name of the number one song this Christmas and raised all this money for homeless and it became the number one song in England and so Rage went over there and played a concert. Yeah. Wow. And it was awesome and they raised like over $100,000 for homeless shelters in England. And their singer is Zach Galifianakis. Zach Galifianakis. <laughs> yes. really good. Yes, he sits at the piano and tells one-liners. What is it? Zach De La Roca? Zach De La Roca. De La Roca. Roca. Mm -hmm. 
And who plays guitar? That's uh, Tom, Morello. Tom Morello. Yeah. Tim Comerford on bass. Yeah. Stick Brad with Wilk. your band and start, stop mucking up the Springsteen concerts. He's done now, right? Yeah, he's done. Yeah. Got fired. Brad Wilkins. You know who fired him? Springsteen. No, his boss. The boss. <laughs> his boss. <laughs> I think Brad Wilk, their drummer, played on the last Sabbath album. Yes, he did. And he okay. might have toured with him, too. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. He's got like tattoo, like a, his tattoo is like just totally, like his whole arm's black. Look up that guy's tattoo, Kyle. You might be thinking of the bass player. What's his name? Look up a black tattoo, uh, band member, um, (laughs) Rage Against the Machine. Drummer, Sabbath. Brad what? Might have toured. Wilk. Wilk. W-I-L-K. Kevin Winch is the drummer. Uh, Kind of looks like Chris Mancini, doesn't he? From Comedy Film Nerds. Well, that can't be good. It's not a compliment. (laughs) He's got to be. He's got to be. <laughs> he's got to be a little bit more. Uh, yeah, they're just kind of like it's just kind of. I'm like not some taking tribal stuff. No, to, then you think you're thinking of Tim Comerford, the bass player. Check out Tim Comerford's arms or shoulders and pecs are black. Yeah, or that army green color. Yeah, it's so stupid. And I think he might have gotten hepatitis from it. <sighs> Great. Yeah, he just has. Oh, it's all the way down to his ass too. Let me swirls. see. It. Now, aren't you cool? Hey, look, my whole personality is on my tattoo. You say hi to him. He's the dullest guy you've ever talked to. Jesus. Okay. Uh, at Twitter, Murray, you're at Murray V. I'm at Murray V. Verified. Verified. Kyle, you're at Kyle Dotson Funny. Mm-hmm. What color is your check? It's pending verification. Again? Well, yeah, I got denied the first time. <laughs> Did they send you a thing that said it was pending, or are you just saying that? I'm saying it's pending because I submitted and haven't heard back. When did you, you submit get, it? If you get uh, verified before Siegel, then Siegel is the only one of us that isn't verified. And he should be, he should be yeah. verified probably more than you well, two, definitely. He, we all have ways to prove why we should be verified. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So, And Siegel should be verified. Siegel doesn't even yeah. have an address. How dare you? Yeah. were calling me asking me how to do it. I did. I, I did. I was bored one night. I'm like, I want to check out and do this verified thing. Hey, look, Rob Reiner has a blue check. We shouldn't. Okay, good point. That was my, that's the example I go to, Rob Reiner. Okay, this was a good show. We kept it tight. Kyle, what is it? Is it 90 minutes? Yeah, about. All right. Or what is it? 90, <clears throat> one, one, 94. 94, but we, would, we had a lot of banter up front. Yeah. Would Christy Stratton be happy with that? No, she wants to go when it's She, she wants an hour, hour, right? She just wants to, oh, Pat, no one likes this. I'm like, that's <laughs> dismissive. Or your topic. Okay, uh, everyone come see us, uh, Kyle and I, and uh, Dave Holmes, and Wayne Fetterman, and Cole Stratton, and Weird Eye Yankovic. Uh, come see us this week. What date is that? That's the 20th and the 21st of January. It's literally two days from when this oh, drops. Thanks day. for coming out and seeing me at the punchline the, uh, last week, those who come, came out. And uh, please come up and say hi. Don't uh, I hate when we do a show like this. We never do. But when we do, and then people email me, I was at the show. We really liked the show. I'm like, why didn't you come up and say hi? You looked busy. I go, I'm here. Yeah. Come see me. Let's close it out. I'm going to dedicate this one to Andrew Rich because I know he likes this band. This is from Hot Fuss. This is Mr. Brightside. Thank you, Kyle. Thank you, Mary. Thank you. Such a great album. 